Welcome, and thanks for joining us for Episode 1 of the Design Your Networks for the Internet for the Future podcast, brought to you by Network World and sponsored by Cisco. I'm Barbara Call, Senior Director of Content Operations and Strategy with IDG, and I'll be your host for today's episode. I'm joined today by Guru Shinoy, Senior Director of Product Management at Cisco. Welcome, Guru. Tell us a little bit about your role at Cisco. Thanks, Barbara. It's nice to be here. In my role as Senior Director of Product Management in the Mass Scale Infrastructure Group at Cisco, I'm responsible for product management of Cisco's routing portfolio aimed at service providers. And that includes telcos and web companies, including the public cloud providers. And the product portfolio I cover includes Cisco's NCS series of routers, the ASR 9K, and the new Cisco 8000 portfolio. All right, great. So let's start by setting the stage for our listeners. You say everything you know about the internet is going to change. Tell us why and how, and given those changes, what challenges will businesses face? Let's start by looking at the internet itself and what's happening. First, raw bandwidth consumption continues to grow unabated. Video is driving a lot of it, not just things like Netflix, but especially now as the pandemic has demonstrated, it's uh, remote education, remote work, and a whole lot of services delivered online. Now think about what's coming with 5G and its implications. 5G, as we know, is about more than just higher bandwidth for your cell phones. 5G unlocks fundamentally new enterprise use cases, industrial IoT, automotive IoT, smart utility networks, etc. And serving these use cases brings in a new set of requirements into the network. The network needs to be extremely responsive. It needs to handle an order of magnitude higher number of devices than it handles today, devices that can potentially come and go dynamically, and it needs to be very secure. So the challenge for service providers is, how do you keep up? How do you architect a network for massive scale? How do you design it to deliver all those 5G-driven services? We realize that the answer to these questions requires a rethink of how networks are built. They need to become much simpler in terms of the number of layers, in terms of the number of protocols, and in terms of how they are managed. If you don't do that, and instead keep building the traditional way, you're soon going to hit a point where you either just cannot scale, or if you somehow manage to make it work, the cost to do that is going to be prohibitive. The solution we arrived at after a lot of thought, development, and investment, both organically and through acquisitions, is what we refer to as our converged SDN transport architecture, which brings together innovation across silicon systems, optics, and software to enable you to rethink how you build and operate networks at a significantly lower cost. Right, great. So can you elaborate on the converged SDN transport architecture and explain how it enables Cisco's vision for the internet for the future? Sure. Let's start by a layman's description of what this is. Again, if you look at how networks are designed today, there are a lot of silos and lots of different protocols to achieve basically the same outcomes. For example, for pure transport of packets, you have two, if not three, separate networks. You have an IP network and an optical network, and sometimes an OTN network as well for private line services. Similarly, if you look at how subscribers are served today, you have one way of serving your consumer subscribers using BNG technology. You have a separate way of serving cable subscribers and a third way of serving mobile subscribers with your mobile packet core infrastructure. 
And it's the same thing with protocols. There's a host of protocols that have been developed over time to do things like packet transport and service delivery, et cetera. And it's quite inefficient and error-prone when you start stitching them together to deliver end-to-end services. All this means that there is a lot of additional cost in the network. There's more CapEx because you need a lot of equipment, sometimes just to interconnect those different layers. And then there's a lot more OPEX because more equipment means you need more real estate, more power feeds, more truck rolls because there are more things that can break. And finally, a lot more operational cost as well to manage the life cycle of all those devices and services, configuration, monitoring, upgrades, et cetera. And it's also inefficient because you have different ways of doing redundancy at each of those layers and so forth, and they often step on each other. So what the converged SDN transport architecture does is it brings together innovation across all those areas I mentioned before, silicon systems, software, and optics, to enable convergences. Convergence of IP and optical layers into one, and we refer to this convergence as our routed optical network architecture. Convergence of the different subscriber services into a single cloud-native subscriber management infrastructure, where in the end, you end up with a unified policy layer and a common control plane. All of this is based on a cloud-native microservices architecture, and this allows you to manage all your different kinds of subscribers in a unified way. And finally, convergence of protocols. So you have a single transport protocol that works end-to-end, which is segment routing, and a single protocol for services, which is eVPN, and also works end-to-end. So the net effect of all of this is a massive amount of network simplification, which saves upwards of 40% CapEx and OpEx. Service providers spend hundreds of millions, if not billions, on building and operating the network. So you can imagine that this level of savings is truly a game changer. And then laying it out in more technical terms for our technical audiences, let's talk about the IP and optical convergence first. In a traditional network, you'd have a packet router connected using gray optics and jumper cables, et cetera, to a transponder shelf, which would then connect to a RODEM and an optical line system layer underneath. But with recent innovations in coherent DSP technology, those large transponders that need a dedicated chassis can now fit into small pluggable optics. This is your ZR, ZR plus technology in the 400 gig generation packaged in an industry standard form factor, which is QSFPDD. We brought this technology in-house with our Acacia acquisition. So now we have the ability to collapse that entire transponder layer into the router by plugging in those ZR, ZR plus optics directly into router ports. And underneath, you can still keep your RODEM layer or you can choose to remove the RODEM layer altogether by moving to what is called hop-by-hop architecture and just have a simple line system underneath. But it's not just about physically collapsing the layers. We've also invested heavily in the operational aspects. For example, we recently acquired Sedona Systems and combined their excellent controller with our own crosswork controller. And we can now do multi-layer visualization and management of a converged IP and optical network. I already touched upon the convergence of different subscriber functions, so let me elaborate on the protocol convergence piece a little bit. Networks today have multiple protocols for each domain. So for example, in the metro or access portions of the network, you typically have things like pseudo wires and various flavors of L2VPN riding over an ethernet transport. As you get to the core or edge of the network, you may have LTVPNs riding over an MPLS transport. 
And as you move into the data center, you may have VXLAN running on top of an IP fabric. So stitching all of these together when you really want to provide the end-to-end service adds a lot of complexity and cost. And if you think about it, the fundamental requirement in each of those domains is the same. You need a transport protocol, and then you need a service protocol on top. So what we've done is invested heavily in innovation in both of those areas. And we now have segment routing as that one transport protocol that can go truly end-to-end, including inside of the data center if needed, and EVPN as that one service protocol end-to-end. And this is, again, a massive level of software and architecture simplification. And at this point, we have more than 150 customers worldwide who have actually adopted this architecture and are reaping the benefits of this simplified protocol architecture. So we've seen the results in practice. So to summarize, at a high level, you're talking about convergence to simplify operation and management of the network. But drilling down a little bit deeper, what have you done to enable that convergence? That's a great question. I've talked about all the outcomes we've delivered in terms of technologies and protocols to enable the converged SDN transport architecture. And it's the result of many years of extensive investment, both organic and inorganic. For example, we acquired Lieba Semiconductor about six years ago and then innovated on top of it to produce Silicon One, which is today the industry's highest density, lowest power silicon optimized for massive scale in the 400 gig and 800 gig era. We acquired Luxterra, which brought really innovative silicon photonics technologies to produce short-reach optics at scale that are used within a data center. And to complement that, we acquired Acacia, which now gives us coherent pluggable optics, as I mentioned, for those long-haul metro and subsea applications. And finally, we acquired Thousand Eyes and more recently Sedona to enable us to provide automated visibility and multi-layer management of networks so we could deliver on the automation pieces in our architecture that were previously missing. All said, we've spent about $6 billion in acquiring technologies we needed to make the converged transport architecture come true. And this is all on top of innovation that we have been driving organically already in software, segment routing, EVPN, all of which we have done in iOS XR, which is our network OS for all of our routing roles. All right, great. So the industry's been talking about multi-layer convergence for a while, though. What What's different this time? What is the target market? Uh, you're very right about that. The idea of multi-layer convergence is not new at all. In fact, we released a product in the past called the IPO or DWDM line card that used to sit inside a Cisco CRS router that basically integrated a transponder into a router. But while such solutions were innovative, they always failed because the cost benefits weren't there. And there were significant trade-offs that we couldn't get past. Some of the trade-offs I'll describe here, right? The first one, the big one, is the power and density penalty. So for example, if you had in the past, let's say a 140 gig line card, and you wanted to integrate coherent optics into it, you could only get 40 gig out of it and at a much higher power consumption. So you had to pay that penalty. That problem is now solved with the pluggable coherent optics from folks like Acacia and others. So now you have no bandwidth density penalty, there's no cost penalty, the power utilization is extremely low, and you can actually get a router full of these pluggable coherent optics. 
Secondly, you previously needed specific line cards and technology to deliver that IP plus optical integration, which added complexity. You couldn't do sparing and all of that easily, and that meant a lot more cost in your network. Now, with those pluggable coherent optics, they, are, they come in industry standard form factors, like QSFPDD in the case of 400 gigs ZR plus, same form factors as regular gray optics. And there are no special router systems or line cards needed. You just pop out the pluggables when you, the gray pluggables when you don't need them and, and pop in the ZR plus pluggables and you're good to go for your IP plus optical use cases. Third, we're seeing a lot more industry standardization of what used to be a very closed optical ecosystem in the past with industry bodies like TIP and Open Rodem. So you're starting to see a lot more standards emerge in the area of optical systems as well. So we've got things like OpenZR Plus, which allow for interoperability between systems. And now we have the ability to carry wavelengths over third-party open line systems, which incidentally, some of our customers who have adopted our routed optical networking architecture have already started doing. And the last major piece is software. Earlier, we lacked the performance monitoring, the recovery mechanisms, et cetera, that were standard in optical systems. But with innovation in segment routing and all of the extensions that we have now added in recent years, we can cover all those gaps. For example, 50 millisecond link recovery in optical systems when a failure happens is pretty standard. We couldn't do that earlier. But now with technologies like TILFA, you get that same 50 millisecond switch over time and so you can basically do everything that operators needed to do. So in a nutshell, the penalties that you previously had, innovation and technologies have now solved for those and you no longer have those penalties. So you can reap all of the cost benefits of the solution without having any trade-offs. In terms of target market, this applies very broadly. Operators can deploy these technologies in their 5G backhaul transport networks, core and backbone networks, metro aggregation, as well as data center interconnect roles. The goal really for us has been to enable that end-to-end -end deployment of segment-routed converged IP and optical networks. And so our entire portfolio spanning NCS, ASR 9K, and 8000 support these technologies like ZR, ZR plus coherent optics with software embedded in iOS XR, which runs on all of these platforms. And it's all managed by the same crosswork automation stack. All right, thank you, Guru. Before we continue our conversation, I want to say a few words about our sponsors. The Design Your Networks for the Internet for the Future podcast is presented by Network World in partnership with Cisco. Cisco's converged SDN transport architecture is a game changer and a differentiator. Innovations in optics, silicon, routing systems, and automation are allowing operators to substantially change the economics of their network in support of existing and new services. Today's networks are siloed and complex, a product of overlaying new technologies on top of old. By adopting a convergence mindset in the pillars of converged SDN transport architecture, service providers and enterprises can simplify and at the same time future-proof for the internet for the future. And now back to our show. So Guru, what role does automation and software play in the converged SDN transport architecture? So software plays an absolutely critical role, and we wouldn't get to the level of simplification we're talking about without software really being at the center of all of it. So as I mentioned before, there were previously functional shortcomings in software, which meant that you couldn't get to the same level of functionality, let alone performance and reliability, versus the status quo. 
So all of the innovation that we've driven in iOS XR, our network OS, around things like segment routing and eVPN, all of that is software. In addition, we've made a lot of investments in infrastructure itself, the software infrastructure, into things like programmability and APIs and data models, which allow our software to integrate well into broader customer ecosystems. And we've also spent a tremendous amount of energy in building our automation and control software stack. We already had some really good assets in-house, such as NSO, which enables automation of device and service configuration, et cetera. And then we've invested significantly in our crosswork suite, which brings additional things like zero-touch provisioning, path optimization, and network insights. And finally, with our acquisitions like Thousand Eyes and Sedona, we are now able to also deliver things like SLAs, multi-layer management, et cetera, all of which are different pieces of the puzzle that we have now put together to offer a complete software stack, both in terms of the network OS that sits embedded on our routers, as well as the off-box control and automation stack that's needed to manage your entire network end-to-end effectively. Right. Thank you. So let's talk about why should companies partner with Cisco on their internet for the future investments and strategy? What makes you different? Yeah. uh, You know, our vision for the internet for the future is a bold one. But hopefully with the discussion we've had so far, you get a sense of the level of work we've done to make that vision a reality. It has taken us a tremendous amount of energy, innovation, and investment across a variety of areas, silicon, coherent optics, silicon photonics, control plane software, automation software, and so forth. And what we've done over these past few years is we've really brought all of those things together into a single architecture with all of those pieces working well to offer the benefits I talked about to our customers. And the customers who have already partnered with us and have started on this journey of adopting the converged SDN transport architecture are reaping benefits already. And we have quite a few public use cases that we have put on our website, and we would invite our users, our customers to go look at them. And we'll be happy to engage with more of our customers to see how they can benefit as well. That's great. Great stuff. So before we close, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, certainly. Um, the, the products and technologies I've spoken about in the context of the converged SDN transport architecture are shipping, particularly when we refer to the routed optical networking architecture piece of it. And customers can take the steps on the journey to a converged SDN transport architecture in a phased manner, right? Increasingly, incrementally achieving the cost benefits we've talked about because we realize not everybody is ready to go all the way right away, but we have laid out a phased approach to how they can get there. For example, in case of the routed optical networking architecture, you can start by just plugging in those ZR, ZR plus transponder pluggables into your router. And then over time, you can migrate to a fully managed routed optical network architecture. And many of our customers now have production architectures, production deployments, sorry, of exactly this architecture. We have, for example, Telia Carrier, Colt, Internet2, Rakuten, et cetera, to name just a few. So the benefits of the converged SDN transport architecture are real, and they're available now. That's great, Guru. Thanks. Great discussion. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode in the Design Your Network for the Internet for the Future podcast presented by Network World in partnership with Cisco. 
I encourage you to tune in for Episode 2, where we'll explore the growing importance of pluggable optics. This podcast series is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. For more information, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash converge transport. For IDG and Cisco, I'm Barbara Call. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated in association with its sponsor, Cisco.